It's time for the Fantasy Points Podcast, brought to you by FantasyPoints.com. Top-level fantasy football and NFL betting analysis from every perspective and angle, from numbers to the film room, with a single goal to help you score more fantasy points. We are back with another episode of On the Clock. I am your host, Brett Whitefield. It is officially draft week. We are joined by Christopher Wecht on this mock draft Monday. Christopher, how are you? I'm doing good. I'm ready. I'm ready for finally all the talk to just, you know, be laid on all at the table, find out where guys are going. I, I can't wait for Thursday. Heck yeah. It's I'm it's one of those bittersweet things. Like I'm a very sentimental guy, so I'm like, oh, just get here, please. I need this to be over, but then I'll be bummed when it's all said and done, you know? Yeah, it always goes by quick. You don't you don't want I mean, we were spoiled a little last year with last year's uh first round with all the trades that happened, AJ Brown, Marquise Brown. Yeah. People moving up and down. It, like for all we know, it could be boring, a boring first round. And you're like, oh, that wasn't even worth the wait. Yeah, I think the Vegas line for trades right now is four and a half first round trades. I bet the over, but only because I want to see the over. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, all right, we're going to jump right into this mock draft Monday. Today, we're going to do something a little interesting. We're going to go through the top 10 teams currently picking in the top 10. We're going to do three-round mocks for each of them, starting with the first pick overall, and that's the Carolina Panthers. Chris, are we in agreement here that they're probably just going to go Bryce Young? Yeah, I think that's I think that's the choice. Whether we think that should be or not, I think we should just roll as if it is. Yeah, I mean, I'm fine with it. I, I think they should trade. They should swing for upside with Richardson, but Young is a fine player, and you know he for him to be successful, he will have to be an outlier. I get, I get the concerns there, but he's definitely relatively clean from an on the field standpoint. So, yep. All right, so we hit Young. We're coming back with pick thirty nine here, and I kind of feel like the direction of of their draft should be getting Young support right away. Yep. You know? Worry about the defense later. Like that that receiver group. I know they added what DJ Chark and Adam Thielen. Terrace Marshall's still there. Yeah, Terrace Marshall's still there. But they did trade DJ Moore. I I still I want to add pass catching weapons. Whether that's tight end receiver. Although they did sign a tight end too, so they're probably not going that direction, right? I don't think a one year deal for Hayden Hurst is a, okay. a like a, a death nail for adding a tight end, specifically a more dynamic tight end than Hurst. Okay. All right, so pick sitting here at pick 39, best available players per my draft board are Jameer Gibbs, um, Darnell Washington, Steve Avila, guard from TCU, tight end Sam Laporta. Um, I think I think I'm leaning you go Josh Downs here. Give your rookie really? quarterback someone to grow with. I mean, I'm not the biggest Josh Downs fan, but I don't – I just don't know. Like, when is when do they pick again after this? I feel like they ninety three. Yeah, so that Jalen Hyatt. I'd rather go Jalen Hyatt. Oh, I didn't even see Hyatt was on the board. Yes, I would. I would rather do Hyatt. Yeah, so I I have Hyatt, Rasheed Rice, Marvin Mims, Cedric Tillman, At Perry, John Mingo, Tyler Scott, all higher than Josh Downs on my board. So I'd rather go one of those guys. I think Hyatt's a great pick here, though. Yeah, I would definitely agree with that. Like Thielen doesn't have a ton of juice. Chark's got the ankle he's coming back from. He's definitely lost a little bit of juice. I still think he's a good athlete, but and then Marshall's a good athlete, but he's also like a bigger, slower guy. I think Hyatt gives them 
you know, so, some legit juice down the field for Bryce Young. Yep. All right, let's do it. Jalen Hyatt to pick 39 for the Carolina Panthers. So now they have Bryce Young and Jalen Hyatt coming back at pick 93. Do you consider defense here, or are you just doubling down and just trying to trying to give Bryce this best chance to succeed as, po- as possible? Um, I don't think they – they probably don't need a receiver here. Uh, they could go running back. Miles Sanders, uh, they, they sign him. Deontay Foreman left. Chuba Hubbard is still there. Uh, I think I would lean defense, though. It looks like there's some better players available on the board here, defense-wise. Pair of corners I really, really like. Travius Hodges-Tomlinson from TCU. Corey Trice from Purdue. He's kind of a late riser, but I was on him early in the process. I really like Corey. Um, I think he he gives them a lot of what they're looking for at corner, too. Kobe Turner, stay in state. Wake Forest kid. You know, he's more of a, a three technique to play next to Derek Brown and be successful there. Yep. Um, I'm leaning corner here. I, I like Hodges Tomlinson a lot. Uh, I've seen him, unfortunately, the Eagles pick right after, and I've seen him mock to the Eagles in this third round spot quite often, but I think he's a good fit for the Panthers too. I mean, they don't have – so Dante Jack, Jackson is still there. Uh, who played opposite him J. last Horn. year? Yes, J.C. Horn. Horn. I think that get – Yeah. Uh, Horn, they move around a lot. So, you, well, Hodges Tomlinson is probably a slot only in the NFL, unfortunately. He's 5'8. Five, five, I think Horn can definitely play on the outside. Oh, I, yeah. They definitely started to do that as the year went on and they needed more bodies there. That gives them a pretty good, youngish secondary to, yeah. you know, continue to build the defense around. Yep. I like it. Cool. So, we'll go Travis Hodges Tomlinson. So, they. Finish up with Bryce Young, quarterback, Alabama. Wide receiver, Jalen Hyatt from Tennessee. And cornerback, Travis Hodges-Tomlinson. No big hog molly type dudes, but I think this would be a good draft for them because they're they're getting Bryce Young immediate help plus investing into that secondary. They have a decent pass rush, actually, when things are going well. Yeah, they, they have a pretty solid defensive line. You know, like you said, Derek Brown, um, Brian Burns. It's not – I wouldn't call it a huge need for them, but – yeah. Obviously, nothing wrong with adding depth on the defensive line. For sure. All right, we're going to jump right into the Houston Texans in the two slot. What's, uh, so they've got multiple first-round picks. They have the 33rd overall pick, the 65th overall pick, and the 73rd overall pick. So they got five picks on day one and two. Are we buying the they might be okay not taking a QB talk? I've what? decided I'm not buying it. Really? I it's tough i i do believe that they might not like stroud talk uh oh so I, that i believe on that yeah yeah so then it becomes will levis or anthony richardson and i would not pass even if it is levis like i i don't have him as high as the other qbs but i you know i'm not ever gonna fight with like, taking your shot on a qb you really feel strong about but it does. I don't. What's the percentage chance you think of them sticking here and making a pick, and it's not a QB versus them trading out of this spot? I I kind of bought into it last week that they might be looking to trade out, but then you hear all the talk about the Colts and how they like Levis, and I think the Texans are probably going to be forced with the harsh reality that if they want Levis, they got to take him right here, right now. Yeah, so that's, that's the way that's I'm leaning. Well. So now the the bigger philosophical question is is like. Well, can they just wait on quarterback altogether? Like not this year, you know. No. And 
yeah, it, it's easy to say no, but the regime is new. They presumably have time. The second you get the QB in there, the clock starts. We've had that conversation. So it's like there could be some validity to that. I'm still thinking they're going to go Levis, though. I'm probably going to mock them Levis in my predictive mock that's going to drop Wednesday. They So, I mean, last year's regime was new technically, too. So I know it was Levis. Yeah, they were they – were, what is that called? They were lame uh, duck. Lame duck coaches. Yeah, yeah, they definitely were. But I like you can't. You've got some, you know, good graces building with you. You know, the whole Deshaun Watson things past you now. You, you know, you bring in D'Amico Ryan's former player for the team. You want to get your fan base excited. I find it hard to believe that the owner would would be okay punting off another year um, and not wanting to take a shot and try to actually build with a QB. Especially Levis is such a Texan. Yeah, he definitely is. All right, so we're going Levis here? Sure. Okay, Levis. At pick 12 now, similar to the Bryce Young Panthers talk, I feel like I want to just double down and and get Bryce help – or sorry, Will Levis help right away. Yeah, this is a dream set up the way that this draft board fell out, I feel like, for them. Staring down Jackson Smith and Jigba. I wouldn't even hate if you sent Bijan here. Uh, Like, just just get – juice around your offense and QB. I would definitely lean the JSN route, but if they did take Bijan here, well, I'm not a proponent of taking an RB early. I don't think it's like the worst idea in the world either. Is it the worst idea? No, but like they do have Damian Pierce and Devin Singletary. They're they're fine there. Yeah, I agree. I, I would go JSN, but I'm just all right. I, I, I like JSN too. JSN especially his ability in the in the short and intermediate part of the field that's gonna help Levis. That's where he really struggles. Uh you know just to get Levis in rhythm last year, like 30% of his throws were within like two yards of the line of scrimmage or less crazy. So JSN will definitely be a a guy who generates early separation and helps Levis kind of get in rhythm and, and, and build on that accuracy he needs to build on. So, all right, coming back, pick 33. I think again, the board fell pretty well for them. Um, what do you see here? Like, I like Anton Harrison here. Like I know they they have decent tackles. I don't. Yeah. Care. I like continuing to invest in that O line. Um, keep keep Will Levis clean. I like Jameer Gibbs here. I think he's likely to go in the first round. He's sitting here at pick thirty three. I like John Michael Schmitz here. That was the name I was going to bring up. Yeah, they do need center guard help. I think he can play either spot. Again, you're investing into that offense, you know, focused on keeping keeping Levis clean, keeping the pressure off of him. Um, yeah, in a perfect world, you, you know, Levis and Michael Schmitz basically grow to get, you know, you've got Jeff Saturday and Peyton Manning and, uh, you know, other yep. center QB combos we've seen over the years. Just, just let them get in the room together. They're both good prospects overall, and hopefully they, you know, they're the future of your team. Yeah. The only defensive guy I'd throw out here is Mozzie Smith, the tackle from Michigan. I do think he's a lock first rounder, so I don't, I wouldn't love mocking him here just because I don't think it's realistic. But. Yeah, they're and they're. I mean, they've got an okay D line. It's definitely not amazing, but yeah, he he does feel like a first round pick at this point. Yeah. So you cool with John Michael Schmitz then? Yeah. All right, John Michael Schmitz. So we got two more picks here, pick 65 and 73. Probably going to turn to the defensive side of the ball, eh? Um, yeah, it looks like it. I mean, 
So Tyreek Stevenson is here, corner from Miami. I like him. Clark Phillips, the third from Utah, is here as well. I like both those corners. Yeah, Steven Nelson is older for sure. Um, they've obviously got Singletary on the other side. Singletary, why am I blanking on that? Oh, Stingley, Singletary. Stingley. Uh, Devin Singletary in my head. <laughs> all good. Um, yeah, and like all the D linemen just went on like a massive run. So yeah, there's, there's not really any here. This is probably a good spot to t- like. This is the sweet spot for corner. Yeah, there's a lot of corners here. Sydney yeah. Brown is here actually too. Safety. I do like him. Do you think he? So they drafted Jalen Petrie last year. Yeah. Does he? Does he fit well with them? If that's your starting safety duo, moving you know yeah, moving forward, they both can play free in the box or over the the slot. Right, a lot of versatility between I, the two. I, I love doing that. So. Um. Yeah, they I did. I, they did bring in Jimmy Ward, though. Um, they, okay, that's good to know. Let's go. Let's go, Stevenson. I think Stevenson's a baller, and I think this is really good value for him. He he should be a second round player. Sure. All right. Tyreek Stevenson, corner Miami. So pick seventy three. Oh man. See, this is now you're seeing Luke Weipler still here. At, yeah, and you regret the job. Yeah. Like that stuff. Now you can't. You can't obviously play like that. This, but, I mean, I see. I, I kind of want to add another receiver. I know yeah, we already I, took JSN. I was going to say the same thing. I like Mims here. I like Rashi here. Yeah, get Mim. You could have Mims and Nico Collins playing. You're mostly outside with JSN also playing outside, but can play in the slot. Or you can move Mims, Mims into the JSN slot. Can move together a lot. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was saying. Tucker Craft wouldn't be bad here either. I know yeah, they're so, Dalton Schultz on the one year deal, but that's almost perfect because he's going to need a little bit of developmental runway. So. And they really have not much out behind Schultz. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I don't hate that plan either. I'd probably go Kraft if it were, if I was making the pick. Yeah, I know we're not going past this, but like, what are the other receivers? There's still got to be if if Mims and Dell and Rashi. Yeah, there's plenty. Of, there's a good chance they could add even more receivers as the draft goes on. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, there's still a lot. Jalen Reed, At Perry, Michael. Yeah, they pick at the top of the th- fourth round. There's gonna be there's gonna be a you know an At Perry or, or something based off how this board's falling right now. Yep. All right, let's go Tucker Craft, tight end, South Dakota State. So in the first three rounds, we got a haul of quarterback Will Levis. Not my favorite player in the class, but I think that's what they'll do. Jackson Smith and Jigba at pick twelve. At pick 33, we went center from Minnesota, John Michael Schmitz, who should be a day one starter for them. Uh, pick 65, we went corner, Tyreek Stevenson. And pick 73, we went tight end, Tucker Craft. Will Levis has to be happy with that. <laughs> I I mean, if you're telling me you're you're getting drafting a QB and, and then you're surrounding him with a draft like this, I mean, it doesn't get much better than this. Yeah, I agree. And this is basically like 80% of the content on this pod and the other one is talking about supporting quarterbacks properly. So <laughs> you're not going to, you're not going to find any issues from this podcast on a draft like that. Oh, and look, look at that, Chris, this, we ran starting the new mock for the Cardinals matching our board so yeah, far. Matching the board so far. All right. Pick three. It seems like the Cardinals want to trade out the way Peter Schrager phrased his tweet this morning that they're open to moving out. It just <laughs> reeks of like, they don't have a suitor. Are we trading back here or are we just going to make the pick as is? 
I'm in the camp of I don't care if you technically lose value by all the trade value charts. You yeah. do it if you're the Cardinals because they have so little talent, specifically on the defensive side of the ball, but also on the offensive side of the ball. I've Just, stated, Chris, on multiple pods that they have no business making this pick. Yes. There is not a play. like Unless they've done all their homework on Jalen Carter. And they're he's cool a, yeah, and he's an Aaron Donald level talent or something. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, he's he's my number one player on the board. If you feel fine, comfortable with that with the off field, go ahead and take him at three. That's the yeah. only player though that they should stand pat and, and be okay with taking. Uh, with that said, do, are, are we making a trade then? Yeah, yeah, make the trade. Who's coming? Tennessee, Detroit, Las Vegas. <sighs> um, man, what about yeah? I'm I kind of like the Vegas route. I think okay. I think Vegas is more interested in the QB than I know there's been some talk of them, but I think there's definitely some more interest than we think from them. So let's assume the market for this pick wasn't great. So the Raiders are only, only having to give up pick 38. Does that work for you? Yeah, that's fine. So the Raiders give up seven and 38 to move up to three Raiders are now on the clock. Oh, frick. Well, that's going to be able to take it. Right. Yep. And so <laughs> Anthony Richardson. Uh, actually, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, Chris. Yeah, we're doing. We're just doing the Cardinals. Yeah, we're just doing the Cardinals. I don't know why <laughs> my brain just broke for a second. Cardinals are now picking at pick seven. Um, now they, so they, they miss hit. on the big, pretty much the big defensive players in the draft, in the top ten anyway. The big name ones of Carter and Anderson. Yeah, but the guy there's linked to is still here. No. Yes. Yeah, Tyree Wilson's still there. Apparently, um, PFF dropped him from number six on their board to number 20, 28 on their board over the weekend. So, you know, nothing like crazy I was gonna say, massive I was... adjustments late in the process. Mike Renner departs, and they're like, let's boot him. Tyree, <laughs> he's gone. Get him out of here. Do you think there's any chance they would go Devin Witherspoon here over Tyree Wilson? Yeah. I do. I the, uh, I don't know if you paid paid attention to my mock last week, Chris, but I uh, I have the Cardinals trading back and taking Witherspoon at eleven. I think Witherspoon is a perfect fit for John Gannon's defense. No, I don't think John Gannon's a very good coach, so maybe <laughs> he doesn't acknowledge that himself. But uh, do you do you want to go Witherspoon here or Tyree? Looking at the depth chart. I mean, they need help everywhere, but it does seem like on the defensive line they're really in trouble. Like JJ Watt retiring and whatnot. Let's let's do Tyree Wilson. We like the depth later at corner. Yeah, and playing devil's advocate, Witherspoon is still the favorite for the Lions at six, so there's probably a chance he's not even there. So Tyree Wilson to the Cardinals at seven. They pick again at thirty-four. This is the pick they got. No, it's not. This is their original pick. Um, what do you like here? Uh, edge. What a Jameer Gibbs? I mean, I love that. Yeah, I mean, they definitely need the help. Connor is a a walking, you know, injury tent. Right. Yeah. So John Michael Smiths maybe is interesting, but I, like I don't think it's Gibbs just, somewhere. Yeah, exactly. And Gibbs just feels like such a good fit yeah. for what they're trying to do. Yeah. Let's go, Gibbs. Boom. Pass catching weapon also takes some stress off of Connor. All right, pick 38, four picks later. 
anytime you're picking this close together, you see a lot. You see another <laughs> trade back a lot of a lot of the time. But let's not give ourselves more work to do here. What about uh, Steve Avila here, guard TCU? Yeah, I like that pick a lot. They definitely need. I mean, they man, they just need so much help everywhere. Yeah. There, there's like not really yeah. a bad pick. What's a bad pick the Cardinals could make in terms of position, alloc- like resource allocation? Probably a tight end. That's probably it, right? Probably, probably running back, but Gibbs is the exception because of what he can do in the pass game yeah. for them. Maybe a safety, um, an early safety, if they because they have Buda yeah. Baker. That's really it, though. Like they, there's very little they could do wrong. It feels like these early third round picks are crazy, Chris, because it's like there's so many corners there. I know that's what I think we've now seen twice, and now yeah. the third time. And it feels like this. Yeah, why wouldn't you take a corner here? Yeah, let's go. I do think you could go receiver as well if you wanted to, like a Rashi Rice. Assuming like a DeAndre Hopkins trade is on the horizon at some point here. Yeah, I, I like receiver here. I mean, we could go Tank Dell. He fits their size profile. What are we doing? We already have Rondell Moore on the team. <laughs> Rondell Moore, Greg Dortch. Yes. Another one too. Marquise Brown. Just tick yeah. the boxes. Yeah, no thanks. <laughs> He's just he's the same guy as all of them. It works perfectly. All right, so if they're going receiver here, let's go. What about Michael Wilson, Stanford? Give them some size. Yeah, him or Rashi would be the two I would go yeah. with. I'm inclined to go Wilson. I think Rashi is going to fall because of the off-field stuff quite a bit. It's what I'm hearing from literally just about everybody I talk to. All right, pick 96. Tomlinson's oh. still here. I know we mocked him earlier. Tomlinson, so is Trice. Trice is still here as yep. well. I like both those guys. Let's go. Um, let's go. Trice. All right. They need cornerback help desperately, so I think this is a fantastic call for for the Cardinals. To be honest with you, and I wouldn't. Uh, I know we were, you know, like they could trade down again from some of these spots. They could, they and, could. and and add even more depth. They could do. They could trade DeAndre Hopkins on draft night. You know, we saw yeah. them add Marquise Brown on draft night last year. Like there's there's ways they get even more youth. Yeah. In the first three rounds. So from the three hole, we trade back to seven with the Raiders, pick up an extra second round pick. We go with Edge, Tyree Wilson from Texas Tech, running back from Alabama, Jameer Gibbs, TCU guard Steve Avila, Stanford wide receiver Michael Wilson, Purdue cornerback Corey Trice. I think it's a really good haul. Yep. Fits needs with good players. Fits needs, a.k.a. the whole team. <laughs> All right, moving on to the Colts. Chris, I don't know that we're going to have time to do the whole top 10 today. Yeah, might have to stop at five. Right. We'll, we'll see. We'll see how fast we can get going here. All right, Colts are standing pat, presumably. Who did who did uh, the Raiders come up for? Stroud or Richardson? Well, uh, Richardson. They came up for Richardson? Which I would, you know, I could see it going either way. Let's give him Stroud. I feel like Stroud is their guy. Yeah. He's probably my least favorite of the four, and so that just Josh McDaniels would just take him on purpose. I'm kidding. That's a joke. Um, so <laughs> we're going Richardson here for the Colts, then. Yeah. Or no, no, uh, Stroud. I thought. Oh, uh, you gave you gave Stroud to the Raiders. Maybe, I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha. you. Want Stroud here? Yeah. I, I don't care. Yeah. No, Richardson works for me here. It works. Okay. Richardson to the Colts at four. So again, another mock with four straight quarterbacks. I think anytime you're putting our personal spin on it, that's the way it's going to go. <laughs> yes. uh, it really just depends who can trade out and who can't. Yeah. I feel like. Yeah. Pick 35. Um, they have a lot of needs, but like. 
it's tough. Will McDonald, I, I think he he goes in the first round. I think he probably does too. They've added a lot of depth on the D line over the over the years, but yeah, don't they? They've invested a lot into edge, actually. Yeah, Quiddy Pay, DeForest Buckner plays on the inside. Uh, Ibukam, that was was that last year or two Ibukam? years ago? No, they yeah. just brought him in. Yeah, they just brought him in. Um, yeah, so Pay and Ebukam, Buckner and Grover Stewart. De- oh, Deo, um, the Vanderbilt kid from 21. He tore his ACL in at the Combine, I think. Mm-hmm. Remember? Um, he's a second-round pick. They're expecting him to take a step forward. So if they go D-line, I would expect it to be interior D-line, right? Probably, but there's not really – that's not yeah, really not an really option here. here for that, so – uh wow i don't really love this spot um this is a bad fall for them yeah yeah uh they could go corner they could go corner like a cam smith yeah cam smith ringo dj turner turner has the he like turner's reeks of a guy like his tape is okay he reeks of a guy that's gonna go obscenely high because of the 40 time yeah, they trade away. Who who was the vet corner? I'm blanking on his name. Who was the vet corner? Rocky. They who? Rocky Sin. They traded right. No, no, no. Bigger name. God, I'm totally blanking oh, on his name. Yeah, Gilmore. Yeah, yeah. So they. I mean, right now their projected starters are Kenny Moore, who usually plays in the slot, and then Isaiah Rogers, and not much else behind them. Alice Flowers. My yeah, God. yeah. They gotta go corner. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's go Cam Smith. Cam Cam Smith is more prototype size, weight, speed kind of guy. Go Cam Smith here. Boop. Hit Ringo went the very next pick, so that's funny. <laughs> uh pick 79 here. So they went quarterback and corner. They have decent receivers in Pierce and Pittman. Like I like both those guys a lot. They don't really have anything from the slot though. Would you is this a spot maybe you would consider a tank Dell? They brought in Isaiah McKenzie, who I think we're both not big fans of. Yeah, yeah. Tank Dell definitely is interesting here. That I I think Sidney Brown here could also be interesting if you wanted to go defense again. But like we said, we're adding a quarterback. We're big fans of surrounding your quarterback with talent. So I think I'm leaning the receiver route as well. Yeah, they drafted Nick Cross last year, who I think might get into that free safety spot this year. Um. So you, you like Dell or Mims here? Let's do Dell. We we sent Mims yeah, somewhere and I, else earlier. Dell is like a slot only type kind of guy. And Pittman and Pierce are basically outside only type guys, so it kind of just fits better, I think. So we went Richardson at four, Cam Smith at thirty five, and Tank Dell at seventy nine. It's not a terrible haul. I think the board fell really crappy for them in both basically those last two picks. Yep. <laughs> so. Um, Seahawks at pick five. Um, so are we sticking with kind of how this has played out or are we kind of like swiping the slate clean every, Uh, I mean, the only difference is what Levis not being there. Will Anderson is gone. Yeah. Or do you think they, I, I lean that they like Carter better than Anderson, assuming all us equal based anyway. on their, their activity it seems that way a lot of the beats though i've been adamantly saying they won't take carter really yeah well that i mean that's interesting because there's then it has to be anderson or, or a qb in my eyes yeah 
Um, so that's, that's you want to go first? Or do you uh, want to go? There, you know, there's no QBs in the scenario that just played out. But yeah, and I don't think Levis is that interesting to them. Yeah, yeah, I'm fine with Carter or Witherspoon. Oh, let's go, Carter. Jalen Carter at five, pick twenty. Hmm. Um, I think tight ends like a sneaky, interesting spot for them. Really? I know they have Noah Fant, but they love to like. We saw Colby Parkinson, Will Disley get a lot of playing time. Yeah. I don't know if they invest a first round pick in it. Maybe it's a better round two, three pick. Yeah. Uh, Jordan Addison. I like. I mean, I've mocked Addison to them. Yeah, I think pick. that's pretty interesting. All right, I, I like. Addison there. Pick 37. So you want like an upgraded version of Disley to go with Noah Fant. Darnell Washington would be your guy. Yeah. Big blocking red zone option. Would you pair Gibbs with uh, Kenneth Walker in the backfield? Pretty different skill sets. Yeah, I just don't think they value throwing to the running backs that much. It would be fun. Tra- Travis Homer had a whole role there, and he's gone now. Where did he go? Oh, he went to Chicago? Uh, that sounds right, but I don't remember. I kind of feel like they'd probably go defense here, to be honest. Like Anaduke, Ozoma. They love linebackers with measurables, so like Dalen Henley. They are pretty – I mean, they brought Bobby Wagner back, but he is not young. He's not that young. So, yeah, they, they could use some help on the D-line and linebacker. I know we already have him taking Carter. What about Uzoma and the Duque Uzoma? Yeah, I like that. All right, pick 52, Seattle. They – let's see. Um, this board set up pretty well for them. The guy, I think that they would – Really, really want here. See if he's actually available. Yes, Julius Brents. Yeah, I'm corner, fine with that. Six four corner, six three corner. Sounds like a Pete Carroll guy. Yeah, corner. exactly. I mean, him and uh, Tariq Wool on opposite sides of each other. Kobe Bryant in the slot. That'd be disgusting. Disgusting. He fits their system just perfectly as well. All right, pick eighty three. So we've got two D linemen, a corner, and a wide receiver. You think maybe they try to go interior O line? They do have needs there, guard and center. The Chandler Zavala yes, is, is a very good player. Um, yeah, I, I do like the interior O line call here. Okay, Zavala is really the only guy left. It looks like City Snow might be a little early for him though. Voorhees is recovering from an ACL. Um, Ola Watami is pretty good. PFF's lower on him than than I am by a lot, but I think he's realistic day end of day two guy. Who do you like let's, between Savala and Oluwatami? Let's go Savala. Okay. Yeah, they have very they have five total interior on O linemen on their roster right now. They definitely should upgrade that if they want to have any hope of Gino replicating what he did last year. Cool. All right, so we went pick five Jalen Carter, pick twenty Jordan Addison. 
pick 37, Felix Anaduke Uzoma, pick 52, Julius Brents, pick 83, Chandler Savala. Their defense got a lot better. Do you think it's a mistake for them to pass on quarterback if there's one there? Um, no. And similar to like the Lions, I know you've been pretty adamant about them taking a, a quarterback. Like, the difference is, is Geno's like pretty cost controlled for three years. True, but you're if things go well, you're not going to be able to pick in this spot. Hopefully, again. That's there's truth to that. I think they could look at quarterback at pick twenty. We didn't talk about it, but Hendon Hooker. Yep, is that's, a, guy that's that, a good point. Um, definitely could be talked about. I mean, yeah, sh- should they think about it? Absolutely. It's just tough because, like, so say Gino plays really well for three years, then you're only getting two years of value on that rookie deal. It's kind of, eh. Well, then Hooker, yeah, Hooker becomes even more interesting because. Yeah, they, they would definitely have to get him in the first round because you want that fifth-year option on him. Yeah, and then a uh, tag year, too. Yeah. So you get to six years. Yeah, but at least it's the 20th overall pick. It's a little – the math is a little different. You right. pick at pick five, you, you're, he's making over $10 million a year with Geno's 30-something million a year to sit. It's just – it's kind of an awkward situation for them. Yeah. So Garoppolo's deal was more – I think friendly to drafting a quarterback, if I remember correctly. Yeah, it's like a two-year deal, really. Yeah, yeah, Geno's like is right? kind of a two-year deal too. They will have to eat some dead money for in that third year, though. Where I think Garoppolo's is more straight up two years, and also cap hits in in the uh, second and third year weren't as bad. As yep. Geno, so, all right, so we're at thirty-three minutes in. Chris, what about what? How about we just come back tomorrow for picks six through ten? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to keep the you know the listeners. Uh, to uh you know we, we want to keep it short for you guys yeah, so it's gonna be tons of draft tons of going on tons for, of draft content yeah, yeah so yeah. all right we'll be back with picks six through ten tomorrow um and then other plans for this week i'm gonna have uh, a special guest on i don't want to announce his name in case he cancels but <laughs> that'll be later this week and then we are doing shows thursday and friday as well um i'll be doing a you know a hype show on Thursday, kind of getting ready. We'll go through my predictive mock for sure. Then Friday, we'll recap the first round. And then also a big announcement about the the state or the future of the pod. The pod is not going anywhere, ladies and gentlemen. I think, I don't know to what capacity it will be alive still, but after the draft, we'll do probably same schedule for two weeks, going through best drafts and all that stuff. And then we'll we'll probably scale it back to about a week or an episode a week through college football season, and then we'll go back full-time next January. So, anyways, just want to let you guys know that should be fun. All right, Chris, thanks for joining today. Yeah, can't wait. Four more days. Four more days. Four more days. It reminds me of the scene in Andor where, where um, uh, what's his butt? Andy Serkis' character is yelling, one way out. <laughs> it's like, one way out. Four more days. <laughs> We're right there. Yes, We're we right are. there. So, All right, guys. Take care. We will be back tomorrow. Thanks for tuning in to this edition of the Fantasy Points Podcast. Remember to subscribe, rate, and review on your favorite platform. And come join the roster at FantasyPoints.com.